Welcome back to the Book Boys podcast. Episode uh, episode 24 now. It's getting... I, I yeah. forgot for a second there, but I suddenly remembered after checking my phone. Um, episode 24. You remembered after checking your phone? Yes, yes, or yes. Or did you check your phone and then you find that? <laughs> hey, the audience doesn't need to know that. Uh, they, they, they can <laughs> you figure it out. <laughs> yes, a little goof on my part there. Um, today's episode will be um, a short story by Jack London called A Piece of Steak, Max. Mm. Um, which, yes, I've actually uh, uh, I, <laughs> I, I, I researched quite a bit before finding this short story because I wanted to find the perfect one for this episode. I see. And what made you pick this one then? Uh, well, uh, now that you mentioned that, I feel like we've both, uh, <laughs> yes, perfectly, perfectly introduced it to the podcast there. That was not planned. Yes, that wasn't uh, rehearsed in the background. <laughs> I, 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 I just let Elmer pick the story, though, or he came with. Oh, you let me pick the story, yeah, or I came to you with a I rephrased story. right away. I rephrased yes, yes, right yes. away. Um, so, yeah, this is a, stor- a short story about a uh, boxer, but I was thinking this episode could be maybe a little broadened about sports in general, because I feel like that p- plays a, a quite a huge part in our lives, uh, both you and me. Especially, As of recently. Yeah, especially recently. Uh, during these quarantine times. Quarantine? Quarantine? It's not really, it's quarantine, but it's... Uh, I mean, at least where we are, it's not really feeling like quarantine. I was, I was told by some listeners that I said both quarantine and quarantine last episode uh, and that I changed it up mid, mid-podcast, so I got I, I to learn consistency. I've heard you say confinement. Yes, yes, yes. Mm, occasionally it comes out. But anyway, yeah. So this short story is about, uh, I feel like we should dive right into it, uh, and then maybe okay. we could talk after about uh, our personal experiences with sports. But, that sounds uh, good. Uh, this Mr. Story, Tom King. Exactly. The, the, the lad himself. Um, so he's, a, he's, a, he's quite a veteran of the sport of boxing at this point. Uh, when, 40 years old. Yeah, and he, that's quite the main theme of the story. It's kind of youth versus old. Uh, the entire yeah. story is based around that. And, uh, but also experience versus inexperience and the wildness yeah. that comes with youth. For sure, for sure. And um, uh, so, yeah, we join him in his later life, I guess. And he has a wife and two children and he's... He's kind of struggling to make ends meet. You know, he's not making as much money as he did in his youth as a boxer. He can't even afford a piece of steak. Yeah, that's the main, like, his main <laughs> anger comes from this piece of steak that he can't get. So he tries to, yeah. his wife tries to get him some at the butcher, but they don't give credit. So he's unable to get his piece of steak before the fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, can I just quickly remark? Because uh, yes. I, I take notes through reading the stories. Um, the second thing I wrote down was uh, that I thought... Uh, Jack London writes very sim, or you write very similarly to Jack London. Really, a lot of the I, because there's such a common structure of like adjective noun, adjective noun, which you also use a lot. I I definitely really uh, I I definitely really enjoyed this this short story more than the average. I thought you might because of this. Uh, st- I was like, this style of writing really talks to me because of the yeah yeah the way, yeah, yeah. yeah adjective noun and then yeah I just the in general the way the the story flows is quite simple yet you know compelling enough in my opinion. I see. That's a nice little humble brag there. Yes, my stories are exactly (laughs) the same level as this professional and very well-recognized author is what I'm trying to say here. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, Jack London, I've read a couple of his books. Like, um, I read the the Call of the the Wild, which is about this wolf. It was a long time ago that I read it, but I do remember it, like, making a big impact on me. I see. Maybe uh, that's how your writing style is. Maybe, exactly. maybe. But I don't feel like I've read enough of him to have that much impact. Mm. I feel like it's just a coincidence. Very well, very well. 
Anyways, and so he's, um, he's leaving his wife and children to go to this fight and he has to win, I think it's 30 quid uh, to That's be able right. to, to, to pay for the house and the, and the food that they're having. But he's up against this very young, very energetic young fighter from New Zealand um, who he's going to... Yeah, act- the story is based in uh, Australia. Yeah, which I thought was very interesting. Uh, I wasn't expecting it. They just kind of sprinkled it in there. Uh, yeah, for sure. They never, they never, like, it's not a big deal, apparently. Um, but no. then again, so I he's do. Fighting this... Yeah, he's fighting his, this young guy. But I was gonna say that uh, I think back yeah, then yeah, Australia ahead. was way less of a, like a far and uh, very different culturally mm. country. I think at this point it was still very much like Britain. You know, like these are all English mm. people still. I see. Yeah. So maybe that's why they just like didn't make a big deal out of it. Um, mm. But yeah, so he's against this young guy. Uh, do you remember the name? I don't remember the name. Uh, uh, I wrote it. Sandal at the Gaiety Club is where they're fighting. Yes, and um, and so yeah, the the whole uh, most of the story is is uh, like the description of this fight, which I thought was like very well done because I was the the imagery mm-hmm. and the descriptions. I th- I felt like I was with him in that fight. I I, truly... um, I also have uh, even before that I I have a little quote if, if uh, I may. Of course, I have a few as well. I see. Um, the 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 initial description we get of Tom King. And his facial features, I thought was very intriguing. So yeah, I, I the, the whole the whole description of his body was very nice. Mm-hmm. It was distinctly a lowering countenance, and that no feature of it might escape notice. It was clean shaven. The lips were shapeless and constituted a mouth harsh to excess, that was like a gash in his face. The jaw was aggressive, brutal, heavy. The eyes slow of movement and heavy lidded were almost expressionless under the shaggy, indrawn eyebrows. I just, I just thought that was such a, I've never read a, a character description that's, that actually tells you that much about the character. Yeah, that's, you really feel like you're, you're, you're with him, you know? And it's, although the character, you really can't, like, I can't relate to him in any way in terms of his experience that he has. You really want him to win that fight and you really like, you feel like you know him very well as a close friend almost. Whoa. Willing to yeah. go that far? Yeah, I'm. I'm going that know. far. I'd have to meet the guy first before I call the police, right? <laughs> You'd have to see his shaggy eyebrows. Yes. Indeed. Yeah. Um. Uh. Speaking of quotes, I have one that I thought it's it's very short. It's a one I think two sentences long. It's uh. I th- thought that it like it uh, englobed the entirety of this this short story. It it. Uh, I don't know how to say it. It it, it shows off the theme of this story. Let's see. Go ahead. Um. It enlarged. It enlarged its arteries and smashed its knuckles, and was in turn destroyed by youth. For youth was ever youthful; it was only age that grew old. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. And I that, feel that like that quote, and also about um, when yeah. he's talking about the knowledge that he has, and that yeah, you, the experience you know, you buy knowledge with youth. But so you um, can't have both. I also recently, uh, I mean, not r- like I didn't have this thought during reading, but after I, I thought back and I thought. Maybe the reason why he lost was he was so focused on that youth versus old and like youth. He, he mentions a couple of times youth always gets up and stuff like that. So he's really right. And he, he recalls a lot about his own youth when he beat this old man who, who started crying later on in the dressing room. And he relates mm-hmm. to him a lot. But he's kind of setting himself like to your point. He's kind of setting himself up to lose here. Yeah. By he's, by, he's acknowledging that this that this. Uh, well, really, what is just a construction in his mind, that that exists. Yeah. He's trying to convince himself of it, and that makes him lose, ultimately. 
yeah, by, by emphasizing it so much, he's really like in that mindset, like I can't win against youth. Youth is all powerful. Mm -hmm. But he does like fight back a lot and he almost wins the fight in the end. Yeah, and I mean, of course, the you know we have to have a moral and a theme in these stories, especially when you're writing a short story. Yeah, and that's really, just kind of the way that it's brought in. I think you have to follow that character. line. Yeah. yeah, maybe maybe it wouldn't have been as emphasized if it was a longer story. In that case. Yeah, yeah. If it was a longer story, but it, I don't know. I feel like with this type of thing, you can only really expand. Uh, like things that happened before and after the fight, you know, you can talk so. more about his family and the struggle and maybe see some of Sandal's perspective. Yeah, that would have been interesting. Like going more detailed, it, it wouldn't give you, it wouldn't teach you more. Yeah, scenario, I, feel, I, that, that's what, I feel like that's why we enjoy short stories a lot as well. It's because the, the, the overall message they is not lessened. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, another important aspect that I liked was the, the, the language so like when the when it was narration which is most of the story it's very uh, simple to read and very flowing i guess but as soon mm. as it went to like character talking it became very rough and like you realize that they, these yeah. are very like working class people but, yeah but also just old english really yeah well, a very different not old english but older english but i yeah i thought it was interesting that he he wrote like the if the dialogue hadn't really been in the story, I wouldn't really have realized that this is very old English until the, the characters speak. And then I'm like, oh, wow, yeah. this is, it's, it's very interesting how he has a very clear perception of how that spoken language is written. I wonder if the text that we read um, has been like edited at all, or if this was that the would original be way it was written. I wonder, because this, this, you know, there's some things here and there with some of the sentence structure, but this is pretty modern English, the narration at least. Yeah, for sure. And, and I guess, I think it's more to do with the fact that like uh, just the average bloke in, in that time spoke differently than, than actual like the, the good writing was at that time. Um, yeah, for I, sure. I guess that's just showing that divide between maybe the lower and the upper class, maybe the intellectuals and, and the working men. For sure. And also here's a little debate point about the short story. Do you think, okay. do you think that uh, the man King would have won the fight if he'd had a big stake before the fight? Certainly. I mean, he, sa he says it himself. There's yeah, one he, punch that he wants to throw and he can't do it. He because he hasn't had that stake. And he also says that he had to walk two miles before the fight because he couldn't afford transport, which like yeah. probably weakened his muscles a lot. And his, well, his all of strength. it's part of the age, right? Like the fact that he couldn't afford the stake, the fact that he couldn't be driven to the fight. These are all things that go hand in hand with him being old because he's no and longer the, able to make the money. Yeah, I agree with that. And there's definitely a big irony in the fact that um, he says when he was young, he would throw as many steaks as he wanted to his dog and that now he mm. can't even afford one piece of steak. So it, yeah. it's also a moral on like, don't waste everything when you're young, believing that you'll For never be sure. old. And I think we can also take from the story, like, sure, maybe he used to be Sandal, you know? Yeah, But exactly. Sandal's going to get to his point as well. Everyone yeah. goes through it. Yeah. And that's to like, look down or judge those or who judge. are in that age or in that position of life. For sure. And he definitely realizes it, but too late. He realizes that's why the old man was crying after I beat him. Um, mm -hmm. I broke my knuckle such a long time ago. He says that. And then he does the same to the, to the young man. He's, he like takes a blow yeah. and he says, I remember breaking my knuckle in that way, which I thought was great. Actually reading that part about breaking the knuckle, uh, which is this uh, boxer's technique where yeah, you see a punch coming in and then you'll, you'll bend forward basically with your neck so that the top of your head is exposed and yeah. then the punch hits the top of your head and because your skull is so thick and hard, it usually breaks someone's knuckles. And this, this Dutch uh, MMA fighter, Bos Witten from like 
the 80s and the 90s. I saw a video of him where he explained that concept. And now I'm seeing it back here. Oh, that's which was fascinating. Written so long ago. Yeah. That's great. So but, it's such an old technique. This, yeah. But the way that this Bas Rutte guy was talking about it was kind of, I don't know, maybe he wasn't saying that. But it's just interesting to see that these things, you know, have a long history. Yeah, well, martial arts is, yeah, well, that type of fighting is so old now that techniques are just passed down from, from a long time ago. That, that was the first time I'd heard about it, but I thought it was great, a little detail. It kind of shows that if he, he probably, Jock London probably knew about fighting, or at least he did his research before, like, writing this short story. It seemed like he'd, he'd yeah. been to fights. Yeah, I think it's just, it was so part of the culture and so localized, you know, now you oh, have yeah. the UFC and you have a few other uh, promotions. Different types, yeah. But, but you're, you know, there, there's no events near us or that we know of anyone. And I think for a lot of people, it's like that, that it's not as accessible as it used to be. Well, yeah, yeah it used to be probably like on the marketplace and like very public areas and you could, you could just yeah, exactly. see fighters just pummel each other. <laughs> But um, yeah, and I thought that uh, the the detail that he brought and like even the, the the whole description of the fight, I felt like I was in the ring with them, you know, that's how good the, 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 each mm -hmm. the techniques were described and stuff like that. And even um, I remember a, a specific description when he says uh, he, his eyes just flew to the faces in the audience and I felt like that's definitely what you'll see if you're on the ring, you know, you only see like blank faces and nothing much else. Which yeah. I thought was... was a, and, and you're just so in the zone of, the, of that physical... Yeah, uh, activity. Like, I don't. I don't think you're even aware of the things going on around you. Yeah, and I. I don't really think we can compare it in that way to to that. But we've both been in uh, uh, school plays, and I definitely like when you look out into That's the a, audience. This is a long bridge yeah, yes, yes. across. But I was. I was talking about. I meant like when you're doing something in front of an audience, you never really like see a detail in the audience. Is what I mean. You just oh, see, yeah, uh, yeah, see yeah. your faces, but you're not focused on that at sure. all. Yeah, I, you don't really think of it as a group of individuals. Yeah, exactly. You just see a mass of people. And I think mm -hmm. that's uh, that's a lot that of... It takes like, away the stress. Yeah, I think that's why a lot of athletes, you know, people are like, how do you do it in front of so many people? I think they just zone out and just are are in their own headspace, yeah. I guess. They really don't care about who's there. For sure. Maybe that's why sometimes even at like the Olympics, we'll see so many personal bests being set. Yeah. people are really they have to really focus you know yeah yeah and maybe they're training think, they, their mind can be another thing sure i think it even emphasizes. yeah and that's why people are, are sometimes even better in front of these people because they have that that ability to to and i think a lot of people don't have that ability and that's why a lot of people can't become such high uh, athletes or performers it's because they have mm -hmm. they think too much about it and they don't zone out yeah how do you, because you run without music and stuff, how does, how does that relate yeah, to okay. that for you? So, trans, yeah, because I guess aren't your now, thoughts, because if I'm not listening to anything, my thoughts are just like going all over the place while I'm running. Um, well, that's what I really enjoy is that, um, well, really, okay, I guess we're moving on from the story now. We can talk about, uh, so we both Yeah, but there's running. no need to officially like. Yeah, I know, but we, we just got to like, start naturally talking about it. We should say that we both started running since the quarantine very, very a lot. So that's why we, we, we really wanted to do this podcast about this. And so, yeah, yeah. I, I don't listen to music at all because I really, so I start off focusing a lot on like my run and like, okay, I got to keep these movements. I got to breathe so I don't get like okay. uh, uh, out, of, out of rhythm, I guess. But then after a while, mm -hmm. I start zoning out and I, I'm thinking about like something else. And I really enjoy that because I, I start running and I forget about the pain in my legs and stuff like that. Right, 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 and right, right. When I'm listening to music, I'm like, the music dictates how You're I run. You're even more in it. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's why I don't like about it either. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, this With song is coming I, on. I got to run. A podcast is nice. A podcast, yeah. I've, a pod I haven't done that yet. 
if you recommend it's it, nice. I'll definitely try it out. But I feel like yeah. it'd slow me down. I'd be like, oh, this is interesting, you know, and I'd be less, because I also want to be focused on what I'm, like, it's quite an interesting. Well, it slows you down, but you, you're able to just go long distances, you know? Yeah, you I see. just go at a, at a moderate rate. You I, just kind of keep going and going and going. What's, what podcast do you listen to uh, most uh, while you're running? Uh, I'll like to just sift through the recent Joe Rogans and, and uh, try to find one I like. I've been I'll enjoying him more. Jocko Willink. You know Jocko Willink, right? The name I've, heard, I've heard of him. I haven't listened to any of his podcasts. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll listen to his uh, and sometimes the daily. I like listening to them. I, I I love the daily. I used to listen to them a yeah, lot. I've kind of dropped off now, but they they really the the news is just very accessible with them. My dad uh, introduced introduced the daily to me. Ah well, I Never. introduced myself to it. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> my dad has been introducing me to a few podcasts, though, which I I like. It's good. Um, well, you does listen to podcasts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I've actually oh, I while he runs, read... perhaps. <laughs> not no, not at all. He listens to music no? when he runs. Uh, it's mostly when he's in the car that he listens to a podcast, uh, mm. or maybe like he's he's doing some work. The modern man. Huh? Yes, <laughs> the the real modern man <laughs> with his dog. Um, yes. But yeah, so uh, we've both been running more recently, and I feel like it's because we've also been encouraging each other uh, in this in this time. Uh, yeah, I was talking uh, to someone else about this earlier today that the fact that both you and me are running at the same time, we're kind of keeping up with it, and we even did like the distance challenge. That has like. I would not be running this much. If it, yeah, if we I can because kind of I together. exactly. I I started off running like alone. I was like, I don't have anything else to do, so I'll just run. Mm -hmm. And I told you about it, and then you started running, and that like it gave me kind of a second wave as well because I was kind of slowing down as well. And then you yeah. you ran, and so I was like, I gotta run now. You know, he's running as well. And then we had the yeah. distance challenge, which was how much was it? like fifty k in a month? Uh, no, we it was just let, let, as much we, as we could. Was, uh, as much as we could over the course of two weeks. Yeah, and so that very much motivated me a lot. So I, I ran yeah. a lot more than I would have. That's I when I ran my first 10K yeah. for that challenge. Yeah, me too. Me too, exactly. And I think I pushed you to that because I was, I was falling behind yeah. because you were running every day. And so I was like, I'm going to run 10K and catch up. And, and that's, yeah. when, that, that's when we were like, okay, now we're running a lot, a lot. Mm -hmm. and, and then even on the very last day, even though I had done like seven kilometers. Yeah, you ran before, again. I did that last 2K because so I wanted great. to beat you, you know. Yes, yes. I put so much effort into it. I didn't realize until like two days after. I was like, <laughs> fucking busy. Yeah. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was very enjoyable. And now we've, because we were running 3K at a time, and now we've gone to 5K on average, which is a lot yeah. better. But I think that we need to uh, have, have another goal. <laughs> I thought you were going to say we need to increase again. I was like, more than 5K? That's a lot. Yeah, well, we also need to increase again, but I think it's nice to have something to work towards. I, I agree, but also the fact that summer is coming up is also going to be quite limiting because I'm already struggling a lot more with the heat. Yeah, but you got to push through it. <laughs> well, that's what I've been doing, but I feel like increased distance is not going to be very possible. Of course, you're still getting fitter. I mean, it well, might well, take that... a little bit more of a toll. I've also well, been working you... out on the side, you know. I can't believe that you work out afterwards. That's yeah, it's, it's crazy to me. It's quite an intense experience, but it, after but I feel it's bad. very, you, I feel very. But hey, you should I, shower as quickly as possible after running. Uh, well, I don't. You know, I shower after the workout. It's How long does the workout take? Like, like, uh, it was fifteen, and now it's 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 pushing the twenty minutes. Okay, and what what are you doing in this workout? 
Because I, I just did I, my first one today, but I'd love to hear some tips and tricks. Yeah, I've but essentially I started off doing very basic ones, and then I've been adding. I've hear like uh, in YouTube videos or in sort of like articles, I hear like some exercise that I think could be applied to my workout. So then I add it. But I basically I do a lot of push-ups. I uh, I have a dumbbell, so I use that to. Uh, I don't know what this is called. Arm curls. Curls. Yes, yeah, curls. I do. That that's most of what I do. Arm curls. Uh, and I do. Whoa, 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 whoa! You're trying to buff up those biceps, huh? Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's definitely you know. I feel like I should work on that because legs and then no biceps, no no arms is is it's not a vibe. I guess you could say that, but what yes. aren't you also in it for the the health aspect of it? Well, that's why I also do uh, you know a lot of abs and I do um, what do you call that when you just stay like planking? I do planking. It's like that core See, workout. Yeah. You ever do side planks? Uh, side, no, I've never done that. Is that is that useful? You gotta do it, yeah, because you have uh, you have your central abdominal muscles, but then you also have like ones to the side more. Yeah, because my centrals cage. are looking good, but I feel like size could be increased, so maybe that's that's the yeah, issue. Yeah, well, that's that's when you do the you like curl your elbow like this, and then you just do okay. plank on the side. Okay, well, I'll do that, and also uh, squats, jumping squats is what I've been doing to increase my mm. my speed. I see, I see. But and are you uh, do you have like a place where you have are you using an app or do you have it written down? No, I really just, I, I just remember how many I've done, like, because I do it every two days. So I just remember the last time I did and I try to increase a little bit every time or like keep an average at least is, is my goal. And have you considered doing uh, that you run on one day and then you work out the next and then you run I've and then you work out? I've considered doing that, but I, it's like the, the motivation is, is very much sapped when I do something every day. So it's like I have to change, put my fucking sport clothes on, and then go on a run and then shower. I'd rather just, you know, have one day where I do everything, and then the next day I'm free, and then the next day I start running again. I feel like it's all done yeah, if I, I do it in one go. Too. Yeah, it's nice to have days off in between. It's definitely enjoyable. But I, I will also add a, a, a major motivator in this whole workout uh, period that we've been having is the, the, the returning to football later on. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Because both of us we played. Felt, uh, we played a team together. Yeah, and and well, both of us felt like enough. we were we were quite weak on the pitch. You know, like we we got tired. Well, I just had weak. no endurance. Yeah. No endurance. I had more, but <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah I, I still felt very tired at the end of the games. Like, and at the end of the games, I would definitely mm -hmm. slow down my runs. I wouldn't run as much as the beginning. Yeah, me too. I feel like the more we work out, the better. We we'll owe be it to the, the team. Yeah, we I owe agree. It to the team. Yeah. And, <laughs> And you don't, you, you never want to be that weight on the team. You know, that's always a rough role to have where people look down on you. For and sure. they, so, I, you know, we, we're be, we, we'll be in, avoiding that by, by doing all this conditioning. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to like getting back with the team. Though. It's just so much fun to do something like that with a group of people. I agree. And, and uh, it's, yeah, it's a very, bringing back to like, it's very communal, I guess. You feel very part of a group sure, and very yeah. accepted. And, and you really depend on each other on, on, on the pitch. Yeah, exactly. But also off the pitch, you know, because there's so much that goes on. Yeah, I like, think... There's the matches, but there's so much outside of that as yeah, well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge culture. Like, you, you have so much... Like, even, like, I meet someone and, and, they, and they like football as well, and we just talk about football. It's such an easy topic to, to have, you know, because everyone has an opinion mm -hmm. on it. Everyone has, like, their team and... As soon as you have a little bit of knowledge, it's easy to connect with people. Yeah. It works like that with most interests, though. But I'm, yeah. I'm afraid, or what I will sometimes do is if someone has an interest like that, I'll pin them to that. And then in my mind, mm. they represent football, you know? When, when I, yeah, when I have an acquaintance, that's often what happens. Like, I, I yeah, you exactly. like see them once and you're like, hey, how, how's that game? You know, and stuff like that.
Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not good. You gotta look past that as well. Yeah, but you can't be very personal with everyone, of course. Yeah, of course. And and if you become personal, then you discover them that they have more than like one passion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I feel mean, like I mean it's good to just have that as a default that yeah. everyone just has more than one thing. <laughs> yes, yes, that's yes. quite a, an accepted uh, method to have. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anything anything else to add to do with? Uh, we'll, we'll be running throughout the summer. At least we'll try, and we're gonna our our next goal is actually well, to come run on. 50. Let's vow right now. Let's let's make a vow right now. Vow. Do some sort of a race at some point. A race? What do you mean a race? Yeah. Oh, like an official, like, uh, uh, sign up for, for an actual race. Yeah, well, we can't do that this year anymore, but we can yeah, go, well, just go to a, a track and just like time a 5k or time a 10k and then set a goal for like how fast you want to run it. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely, uh, in, uh, down for that idea. That, that sounds interesting to you me. Wanna do, you want to do 5k or 10k? Well, 10K, uh, I might have to, like, take a break, you know, because I, I don't think I can run 10K in one go right now. But 5K, uh, for sure. Oh, no, but can. the whole point is that we train for it. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess so. Yeah, end of summer, we could run 10K. I can, I can run 5K right now pretty quickly without stopping. I feel like a good goal would also be maybe to do 5K in uh, under uh, 20 minutes. 20 Without stopping, yeah. that's soup. Because I ran t- in 23, but I stopped, uh, like, uh, how many times? Like, two or three times. Whoa, was... whoa, whoa. So your fault, your record, your personal best, you stopped? Yeah, yeah. We, didn't you stop on your hey, personal mama. best? No, on my, on my, on my 24.57, I didn't stop. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. I think the okay, fastest well, I've done is probably 25 or 20. Today I ran in 26 without stopping, which was pretty good. But I, I feel like I can push myself harder. Or maybe we try to do like a non-stop sub three, uh, sub 23. That could be, that could be <laughs> definitely intense to try. But if we train all summer. But, I mean, it, it we can also, possible. we can just keep training and then see where we're at. See, yeah, and decide at that point, you know, <laughs> maybe yeah. how about that? Because maybe the summer will be so warm that like leaving the house could be very hard. Whoa, 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 Yeah, Yes, you that happens. already for not running? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not making excuses, but I'm saying it's a, it's a very good possibility. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right. The summer, you know, global warming and all that. Mm. Who knows what? What? Well, it's not happening with anything. Well, right, well, temperatures you know, have been rising we'll, we'll across you, the world. Are we going to keep the book boys uh, listeners updated on our running progress? Well, yeah, I think that should be a new theme of the week. Little segment. You know? A little segment. Speaking of segment. I think it's my turn to give a little recommendation, and I've, I've been planning this. And it's time for the Book Boys Tip of the Week. Tip of the Week? Okay, so I've been on YouTube. Um, well, I've been on YouTube for a while now, <laughs> <laughs> as a viewer mainly. And um, there's this great YouTube channel that I, I, uh, I really enjoy. It's called, uh, well, the, the, it's called, and the guy's name is Bo Miles. So B A. Uh, B-E-A-U space and then Miles and so he's this uh, basically he's this Australian lad who lives in the um, in I guess the farmlands of Australia and he uh, he's very sporty sounds nice and obscure yeah it's very he actually gets like over a million views I think uh, in some videos so he's not that obscure but obscure to I I think many Europeans and and Americans but he is my favorite video of his oh, wait, wait. obscure to many europeans and americans yes i think he's very famous in like australia and like uh, i oh, think he's okay. just very famous in australia 
But um, I think my, uh, I can't remember the name, but the, my favorite video of him is like a, a marathon in a day, I think is what it's called. So it's still in theme with this podcast. He, he, his main sport is, is running. He loves running. And so he runs, okay. uh, I think it's a certain amount of miles every hour. And then in between, he does certain like activities and he just doesn't sleep all night. And he does that for 24 hours and he runs uh, uh, 42 kilometers. Wow. And it's I've really seen that thumbnail. Well, he, he pushes himself beyond basically his limit. And he just, he, he's trying to like uh, push himself both intellectually, physically and manually, I guess. And he's, mm. it's very interesting to watch. It's a, it's Could I maybe add on top of this something that of I course. think would contribute well? Add as much um, as uh, I think, well, it's the most recent uh, Joe Rogan podcast with Jocko Willink, where they talk a lot about these types of things it. and that you can always go, you can always go one more. You know, and yeah. if the right song comes on at the end of your run, <laughs> suddenly you have so much more energy, you know, and that energy is there. That's basically what they talk about. I agree. Uh, so if you want to hear it from a Navy SEAL, go check that out. I will, I will definitely give it a look as well. Um, yes. Yeah, I've definitely had that where, like, I'm arriving at the end of the run, and then, like, I, I pass a group of people, and I can't slow down, so I just accelerate to act cool. And I'm like, I didn't course, think yeah. I had that energy in me, and I still have it, you know. I, I love, like, running... Uh, where I know people are going to be because I can, it just motivates me so much. Yeah. You really Especially can't I see stop. someone else running. I'm, yeah. Yeah. When I, I see someone else going. running, I try to give them a little smile, you know, a little cheeky. I, I usually give broke. them one of these, I give them like a power fist, you know, Oh, come that's, on. We're, that's we're out here. Stuff. We're running. Yeah. And occasionally they, an old sometimes people appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I, I really enjoy it. Like I, I, I meet, I run through the forest and there are a lot of old, old women walking their dogs which is, uh, and so they often give me a little hoy and a little smile. And I'm like, yes, I'm working out nice, you know, nice, nice. in the forest. It's a good motivator. That's good. You got to keep the little details. So you, you think you're going to keep this whole like being healthy uh, thing? You think you're going to keep it going for the rest of your life? Ooh, from now on? that was a big, I thought you were going to say rest of the summer. Rest of my life, that's a big, <laughs> <laughs> that's a big one. I definitely think I'll have a point where I'll stop running for a bit because I think that's just wow. how life works, you know, but I'll definitely, okay. I'll have a sport somehow in my life. I believe. Yes. It, it'll be tennis or football or running, you know, and I'll, I'll, I, I don't think I can live without like having any sort of physical exercise. Sure. What about you? Do you think well, who, only you time know? will tell. Uh, I mean, I certainly want to, I really like, I feel so good on days that I do run and I just yeah. feel much better. And just being in good shape is fun. You know, it's, you feel good. Yeah. You, you walk it promotes other there. healthy habits. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And you're like, I don't want to ruin this by doing something, you know, like I, if I know that I'm running the next day, I'm going to try to not sleep too late and I'm going to try to eat exactly foods that give me energy, stuff like that. So, and I've been doing it now for like six weeks and that's the longest I've ever gone with any sort of exercise. So yeah, it's, I feel good. I think this is my third month of just running a lot. So yeah, I, this is definitely the most I've been, and I've definitely been seeing changes in the way I run and the way I work out. So for sure. Yeah. Recommendation of the week is also just, you know, do some sport, run, go run. Yes, yes, yes. Like, Oh, and another recommendation on YouTube is definitely Casey Neistat's running vlogs. The old ones, not yeah, the old no ones. new ones, no new ones. The old ones are the good ones, but they definitely eat yeah. when he runs with an Olympian, he definitely gives a few good tips, which I, which I enjoyed. Yeah. And the marathon things are, if you want to have like something to work towards this goal, watching those marathon videos is exciting. Yeah, definitely. Before a run, sometimes I'll just pop one on and be like, this is what I need to achieve. You know? Indeed. Indeed. All right. All right. So uh, I think we've covered That's a lot of bases We're going to wrap it up. Yes, yes, this yes. Was good. This was a good one. I, I agree. I think it's a good uh, pickup uh, during this, this situation. We're talking about current situations in our lives. 
For sure. I, I enjoy doing it. I like getting okay. it out there. Well, um, thank you for listening, uh, dear viewers. Uh, I mean, They're listeners. Not viewers, yes, They're every not time. Anything. This is a running joke now. Yes. I think I'm going to start saying it on purpose. All right, all right. Uh, yes, Good the stuff. quarantine, the quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, leave a little review. We've seen a couple of reviews. They've been looking, about a couple, I mean one. They've been looking great. <laughs> yes, okay? yes, I really, yes. you know, if you're listening to this right now, thanks, man. You know, that was great. A great, great little review. It really warmed our hearts and it was a big motivator for us to keep going. So yes. if you're reading this, the guy who left the review, 